welcome to Confidently Courageous with Jay, a podcast about powerful, courageous people sharing how they have taken bold action, successfully navigated huge, courageous life shifts, and come out on the other side, transformed and thriving. You deserve to feel strong, confident, and happy. Build Your Strong Plus is a health and wellness membership designed for women who want to adopt new mindsets, modify exercises, and see food differently. You'll receive online coaching, accountability tools, and access to our community of like-minded ladies committed to living their best lives. It's time for you to build the life you want by building your Strong Plus. Join today at buildyourstrongplus.com. Hey, welcome to the first ever episode of Confidently Courageous with Jay. I'm becoming Jay, your host, and today we're going to do something a little bit different. So I am here with my friend, my best bestie, all the things, the operator, Stacy Moore. And for this first episode, she's actually going to interview me. So I have no idea what she's going to ask, where this is going to go, but I am ready, and uh, I think I'm ready. So I'm going to let you introduce yourself, Stacy. Tell the people about you, and then I guess I'll take the hot seat. Yep, that's right. So hey, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us for this episode. This is to get it started. And so what we wanted to do is to make sure that you knew all the things about Jay that you needed to know to know why is it important that you follow this podcast. And so I am the operator connecting small business owners to the resources they need. And in this case, to get seen, get heard, and get paid. But what we wanted to do is allow me as the operator to ask the hard questions so that you all can get the answers. So Jay, of course, some people already know you because they they're following the journey and they followed you to this podcast. And this podcast is something that has been in birth for a while for you, right? Yeah. Yeah, so um, we're talking about confidently courageous. Yeah. With Jen. So I'm going to start it out and ask you to give those people that don't know who you are a little bit of background about yourself. Okay. So I'm Jay from Becoming Jay, and I'm a body positive health and wellness coach. So about five years ago, um, I was unemployed and had just found a permanent home for me and my kids. Um, I was over 700 pounds overweight and I fell outside and I couldn't get up. And I had a moment where I said enough is enough. And that led me down a journey of reclaiming my life. And it, it started, of course, as a weight loss journey because that was the thing that was apparent or evident that needed to change to help me with my mobility. Um, So I started sharing that journey and sharing the modifications that I was doing to be able to make that progression and to better my health and better my mobility and all of the things. And that led to me helping other women learn how to modify exercise to fit their bodies so that they could reach their goals, whatever they might be, whether it is to lose weight or to move better, to do more things with their families, whatever the case may be, um, without the shame or the guilt of diet culture. So, um, 
um, that is where Becoming Jay came from. Um, so now we have a membership called Get Fit with Jay. We help other women um, with their mindset, nutrition, and fitness. And um, we have the live event, Dear Skinny Friend Live. And now the podcast, Confidently Courageous with Jay. So yeah, that's that was the beginning. That's kind of where it started. Okay. And so you just led it to where it is, Confidently Courageous with Jay. Mm-hmm. Why that title? And do you think that that defines exactly who you are, though? So why that title? Because when I was thinking about a podcast and what I wanted to do, I wanted to use my platform to show other women that there are so many of us out there doing these things, making these changes or tackling things that we're told as women um, intersectionally that we cannot do or we shouldn't be able to do, um, or it's not right for us to do. And while we all have, you know, our favorite people that we follow on social media, uh, I, I would never think that I'm the only one that any of my community follow. I do run across so many amazing people that are doing just incredible things. I wanted to say ridiculous, but not in that context, just absolutely incredible things. And I wanted to share more of those stories because for me, when I started, those were the things that kept me motivated, kept me going on the days that were the most difficult Mm -hmm. when I didn't want to show up for me, um, when I didn't want to show up for anybody else. And so just to, to bring other voices to my community, um, and, and let them see and, and, give kudos to the people that are doing these confident and courageous things. And I know sometimes in the community, we're like, oh, if I wear this and you're like, oh, you're so confident for wearing that, like it's a, a negative thing. And I don't want it to be in that context. I want it to be in the, in the context of it takes some balls to do whatever you're doing. And it doesn't mean that you have to feel any type of a way um, about yourself to then do it, but it's just that you are doing something that a majority of the people would back away from, wouldn't even try, you know? And so that's where that came from was what are, who are the people that are doing these confident, courageous, exceptional things, um, making changes that were difficult to make or making decisions, um, putting themselves out there in ways that no one else would or not many would. So that's where that came from. Do I think that that embodies me? I do, because in the mm-hmm. beginning, I, I was scared. I was terrified to put myself out there. So it did take courage. It definitely took courage to share my story, to share my journey. I, I was hiding from my own family. So to put it on social media was like, really? That's what you do? Um, and through the process and through the years, I've built my confidence. So yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Phenomenal. Okay. So under Becoming Jay, there are three pillars that are really strong and these have been reoccurring and you use these to ground yourself and to come back to when you feel like you're straying in one of the areas. So what are those three pillars in those? Because those will be the series that people will hear throughout these podcasts. So three defined pillars. And so what are those three pillars? And uh, tell me a little bit about each. 
Yeah. So the three pillars are mindset, fitness, and lifestyle. Um, like I said, in the beginning, when I started my own journey, it was about, uh, it was about weight loss. So technically fitness, right? Um, we all kind of lump it together as one. And, and I was doing the same thing. And I, I learned very quickly that it was very different and that my journey was not based on weight loss at all. Um, that's what got me in the door. It's not what kept me going. Um, and it really it was the mindset, the fitness and the lifestyle. And so what I, what I mean by that is that when I started going, I first had to shift my thinking because I've done this before, right? Like so many of us were like, okay, I'm, I need to lose 20 pounds. I need to lose 30 pounds. I need to do this. I need to do that. You start this journey for whatever reason you fall off, whether it's the holidays or somebody's birthday or the cruise or, you know, whatever the case may be. And then, you know, you have to start back over again and you know, oh man, th those, those first stages are the most difficult. And that was one of the things that kept me from starting again at one point and, and getting to the place that I had gotten was that I remembered the the challenges of getting started. And so I let that stop me. So the first thing I had to do was switch my mindset and work on that. And, and then how do I make myself accountable in a way that I'm showing up for myself and that it's just habit that whether I feel like it or not, it's not a, do I feel like it? It's a, this is what I do every single day. And so it, that was a mindset shift, right? And I had to work on that. The, and then as I started showing up and that was literally dropping my kids off at school, driving straight to the gym. And I had a blanket in my car. And for anybody who knows me, that's not far-fetched. I have blankets everywhere, but I had a blanket in my car <laughs> and I would pull into the gym and my training session was an hour after I dropped them off at school, but I would pull my blanket up over me and I would sleep in the car until my trainer got there and he would knock on the window, let me know that he was there. And then I would go into the gym. Like that was that first thing because I knew I wasn't at that point, I wasn't strong enough in myself to show up for myself, but I knew if I showed up and he saw me there that I wouldn't turn around and go back home. So that was that first step. It had nothing to do with working out. It had nothing to do with I've lost five pounds or any of that. It was just the mindset shift to show up. After a few weeks, um, I started to see the weight come off. I started to feel a little bit better. I started to notice I could do things just a little bit longer than I could the day before, the week before. And by probably month two or three, there was another mindset shift. And my whole focus changed. It stopped being weight loss and it started to shift into fitness. And it was not how many pounds can I lose next week? It was how much harder can I go? How much more weight can I push? You know, now I want to do this thing that I've not been able to do before. And that was the fitness side. It had nothing at that point to do with my weight and all about my physical ability. And that's where everything changed for me. Um, and then lifestyle, it's, it's, you always hear that when you're on a journey, when you're on a health journey, it has to become your lifestyle, right? And so we think, oh yeah, it's your meal prepping and you're doing you know, your workouts and you schedule this in your day and we hear all the cliche things. 
But lifestyle to me is so much more than that. It's about the people you surround yourself with. It's about creating the life that you want to live and then putting the things in place that will help facilitate that, even if you're not at that point yet. And it's about your total lifestyle. It's about your spiritual lifestyle. It's about your emotional lifestyle. It's about your sexual lifestyle. It is about your physical, your all of it, your, your mental, emotional, everything is is in that, right? Your relationships with your peers, your friends, your colleagues, coworkers, family, like all of that. And so those are the things that as you are in this journey, so many people get to a point where they're like, oh, this relationship has changed or I used to like this, but now I don't. I don't know how to say this or I want to try this new thing. I've never dared to try before. That's all lifestyle. And it's so important when you're, when you're on these long journeys these huge life-changing journeys, whether it is losing weight or changing careers or moving somewhere new. And so I wanted to make sure that we embodied all of that with that brand. I know that was long, (laughs) but you asked. But it was complete, right? And this is the beginning. And we want those people that don't know you to hear the story, know what the pillars are. So mindset, fitness and lifestyle and they're all intertwined Um, it took the mindset to get you going for you to make a decision you decided then that it was fitness it wasn't weight loss and that was because you wanted to live an entirely different lifestyle and is that what continues to drive you now yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I still have setbacks. I still have challenges and I still have a way to go. But what what I've learned is that sometimes, you know, I, I always use this car analogy, right? You have four tires. And so I have three pillars, but it's really four tires and it's a balancing act. When you go get a new tire on your car, they rotate all your tires to balance out the wear on your car because your car is not evenly weighted. So your tires wear down at different speeds, right? So this is the same thing. Um, and so when, when in this journey and in this process, um, the focus is creating constantly every day those little shifts and little changes and making my life resemble what it is that I want. Like that becomes the focus. Carburetor adjustments. Got you. <laughs> and then let's, let's use, continue to use your analogy. And so then there are times where you have to totally take it in. And I don't know, I know they don't do these as much anymore, but the tune-ups, but you, you know, the oil changes, the tune-ups, those regular maintenance things that you have to do. What are some of those things that you think are parts that keep these Uh, tires in balance or your life in balance or how do you know when you've actually gotten off balance because now um, most people have gotten into a really fast pace or a really slow pace in their lives and so it's sometimes difficult to know when you are going off kilter you know, uh, when you're off balance. So what type of things, checks and balances, oil change, tune-ups, do you use on a regular basis to one, identify that something's off balance? And then how do you get back with those three pillars? How do you get back on balance? So for me, the thing that I do most often to assess where I'm at is I ask myself, am I being the person 
that I want to be and I'm I being the person that I would want to be with. And that's always my key indicator because the times that I found myself off balance, I found myself doing things that are totally unattractive to me, not necessarily in a romantic sense, but just in a a person that I would want to be around since, right? So I'm yelling too much at the kids or I'm, you know, not doing this enough or I'm, you know, whatever the case may be. And so it's stepping back and saying, okay, am I, am I showing up in the way that I want to show up in my best self? And if that answer is no, what are the things that are contributing to that? And what is missing that is not helping me get to that space? And almost always there's something that's been interjected that needs to come out and there's something I'm not getting enough of that needs to be implemented. So like one of the most um, glaring examples that I, that comes to mind is when I was working in my business, probably around year one and a half and I was doing everything myself and I was working out two hours a day, five days a week. I was getting up at 6.30 in the morning to get the kids ready to school, get myself ready for the gym, leaving for the day, dropping them off, working out, coming home, working until it was time to pick them up from school, picking them up, coming home, sitting back to work while trying to help them with their homework and working until three, four o'clock in the morning. So if I'm going to bed at four o'clock in the morning and I'm waking up at 6.30 in the morning, you do math. I'm so exhausted. I'm testy. I'm irritable. I'm snapping at the kids almost constantly. My tone is, is very stern and yelling. And I was like, I don't like that person. So what, what has shifted? What has been interjected? Way too much work, way too much time working and not enough time resting. So now what do I need to do to balance that? What needs to be interjected? So I knew I needed to block out my time. And listen, I'm by no means perfect because I have my calendar and it's beautifully written out. And I don't halfway follow it, but I've gotten so much better. Mm-hmm. I've gotten so much better. And then I've allowed myself those rest periods. So if it's a middle of the day nap or if it's going to bed earlier than I would, so I have four o'clock maybe two o'clock, maybe midnight. Like I'm giving myself that grace and implementing those things that I know I need to that then make me show up as that better version of myself, you know? And so that can be done in, in any ways I've done with relationships. When I'm with this person, that energy makes me feel a certain way and then I act a certain way and I don't like that. So now I have to reevaluate what that looks like or this food, you know, I always Mm -hmm. say there's no good food and bad food. It's just food that's going to help you reach a goal that you set and food that's not. Right. Your relationship with the food. Absolutely. Absolutely. And not all relationships are meant to be yours and some relationships are there for a season or a reason. Right. So that's the same, even with food. Um, we've had these conversations before where I have really put myself on a restriction and, and you've said, but so which, which is doing you more harm for me to absolutely not have it and be strained, stressing out, talking about it, or to have a manageable portion of it and to be satisfied. And I was like, Oh yeah, that totally makes sense. 
Well, one of the things I want to recognize about you also, and in speaking to the audience, and I know that many times we have goals and they are big, audacious goals. Um, And they may be reachable, maintainable, but we know that we need assistance along the way. Whether we need um, a coach, and this is, you know, business, lifestyle, uh, fitness, um, if you want to travel and it's going to be an out-of-the-country experience with another language, like you need guidance, you're going to need a lot more instructions along the way. Um, How do you, right now, one of the things I notice about you is that you identify and attempt to celebrate the milestones along the way. And I believe many times as females, we don't do that. We wait until we've reached the final destination. If we get there, and then we say the the destination, the goal itself is, is my reward. But there was no checking in along the way. There was no patting on the back and identifying that you had at least scheduled or that you had saved the money or that you had hired the coach. Or So um, if you can explain to us a little bit about that process, and I believe that's a lot of your mindset that lends to you continuing to step forward um, is, you know, celebrating those milestones. Yeah, you know, it's not something that came naturally. When you are looking at a journey and you see the number on the health chart, you realize like, you know, it's almost like you went to bed weighing an average overweight weight, you know, so you only have, I always attribute it to people. You only have like a, you know, a, a preteen to lose to then realizing you have like, a whole full obese man to lose. You you have 500 pounds plus to lose, right? I'm 4'11". They tell me I should weigh 94 pounds, which, yeah, that's never going to happen. And, and I own that. I don't want it to happen. But when, you, when you're faced with that type of a journey, you quickly have to decide which way you're going to attack it. Because if you wait to celebrate that huge victory, like it it seems like it's never going to come right mm-hmm. like that is a gigantic feat and so in order to make it more digestible it's just like when you have the turkey at thanksgiving you put the whole turkey on the table but you don't sit there and just eat off the turkey you carve it you put a little slice on your peat on on your peat you put a little slice on your plate right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you eat a little bit you might go back, you might not. You can't, mm-hmm. you can't digest the whole thing at once. Mm-hmm. It's just impossible. And so I had to decide very quickly that I was not going to be focused on those huge things. Mm-hmm. And so what could I do to make this easier every day? And it was celebrating those teeny tiny things. So taking that big goal, which was to lose that weight, to know that if I fell outside again, I could get up without someone looking at me and saying, do we need to call the ambulance? You know? So what do I need to get there? I need to lose weight. I need to work out. I need to be, you know, more fit. I need to be, have a higher uh, level of mobility. So now what does that look like? What's the very, very first thing I have to do? And everybody's like, work out. No, that's not the first thing you have to do. I take it back to what I said in the beginning. The first thing I had to do was show up. Mm. 
if I'm not at the place where that thing happens, I can't make that thing happen. Mm-hmm. And so it wasn't even about working out five days a week. It was showing up twice a week. Showing up the first day was first. Like mm-hmm. you got mm-hmm. there the first day. That's huge. Now, quick question. That show up. Mm-hmm. Who is that show up for? I mean, I don't want people to miss this. Who was the show up for? Uh, you know, if you had asked me then, it would have been, it was for my family. Mm-hmm. It was for my kids. Uh, but hindsight 2020 and looking back on the journey, that show up was for me. That show up was for me. And, and it has to be. If you are trying to show up for anyone else, no matter what it is, weight loss journey, job journey, whatever it is, if you are trying to show up for somebody else, it's not going to last. Mm. Because you can't please people through your own actions and they can't be the thing that completes you and helps you complete your task. It has to be for you. Because people leave and, you know, not to take it to a really serious note, but that's what started this whole journey was people left. My best friend and my cousin died a week apart on two of the most major holidays in the world, Christmas and New Year's. One of them we knew the, uh, that it was eventually going to come. The other one was absolutely unexpected. If I was doing this for them, the moment they left, mm-hmm. where's my reason? Where's my push? Thank you for listening to Confidently Courageous with Jay. Like, share, subscribe. Come back and listen to the next episode of The Bold, Courageous, Transformed, and Thriving. Could that be you? If you want to be seen, if you'd like to be heard, if you'd like to sponsor an episode of Confidently Courageous with Jay, head over to amarketerslounge.com, fill out the brief form, and we'll get you connected.